When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. With two months behind us this year, investors can't be pleased with how the stock market has performed thus far. And we already know that rising interest rates are on the horizon. Historically, a rising rate environment hasn't been the most prosperous for equities. I believe that dividend portfolios built on strong fundamentals will fare just fine this year, and probably for years to come. Each month, I run a stock screener to find quality companies that offer attractive dividend yields, and that are poised to offer strong future returns. My goal is to hit an average annual return of 12%, and as such, I expect the stocks I invest in to have the potential to meet or exceed this goal. I've been running this monthly watchlist for 16 months now, and it has an annualized return of 33.81%. This is well above my expected goal, partly due to favorable returns for value stocks late in 2020 and early in 2021. But not only has my watchlist exceeded my expectations, it is also performing better than VYM, Vanguard's popular high-yield dividend exchange-traded fund, and SPY, the S&P 500 index fund. The margin of outperformance isn't wide, and I don't really care if it continues to beat both VYM and SPY, as long as it maintains a long-term annualized rate of return of 12%. Each month, the top 10 stocks on the watch list change. A few companies have remained here for months, but there are always new opportunities that are popping up. I know that moving in and out of securities is not a tax-efficient strategy to practice. I use this watch list to find opportunities. Sometimes I'll invest in just one stock, and sometimes I'll add to a few positions. I will typically invest in a stock with the intention of owning it forever, given that nothing changes with the business. But at bare minimum, I will hold my investments for at least one year, and then evaluate whether I still want to own a given company. To better track how each individual watches performs, over a long period of time, I have started tracking the long-term annualized return for each monthly watches. The goal here is to again have each watches exceed a 12% annualized rate of return over a long period of time, say 5 years or so. I'll share with you how each of the last 16 watches has performed right after we take a look at the 10 chosen stocks for March. Without further ado, this month we have the following companies. T. Rowe Price Group, Morgan Stanley, Advanced Auto Parts, UPS, US Bank, Digital Realty Trust, Bank of Montreal, Restaurant Brands, Best Buy, and Cummins. Four of these companies are appearing on this watch list for the very first time. This is mainly driven by rising dividend yields following all the recent market volatility. Collectively, these 10 dividend stocks offer a decent 3.19% current dividend yield. Nine of them appear to be potentially undervalued based on dividend yield theory. They have very low payout ratios and a mixed range of historical dividend growth. Each company also has positive revenue and earnings growth during the last five years. And I am forecasting that each of these 10 companies can potentially offer a total return of 12% or more in the near future. I have ranked these 10 dividend stocks by quality and historical dividend growth. So T. Rowe Price Group ranked as the highest quality business on this list this month. The stock has seen a major share price decline recently, and I think the price is pretty attractive today, with a dividend yield well above 3%. The company has a strong history of business growth that has extended to its dividend distributions to shareholders. It also maintains a very low payout ratio of about 33%, that leaves plenty of room for future dividend increases. I already own T. Rowe in my portfolio, and I have been dollar-cost averaging on the recent price weakness. The beauty of being a dividend investor is that even if the share price continues to decline, I will remain happy because I am able to buy more shares for less money. So long as I believe the business is fundamentally strong, a lower price should make me happier. The second best company this month is Morgan Stanley that has been on the watches for a few months now. 
The returns have been rather modest, but I continue to like this business as it trades around 3% dividend yield. The company also has a strong history of growth and it has been a good source of dividend growth as well. The low payout ratio of about 26% means that this growth will likely continue in the near future. Morgan Stanley is another core holding in my portfolio. Up next we have a new stock, Advanced Auto Parts. The company has catapulted onto the watchlist after ramping up its dividend growth recently. For the longest time, the company paid a low, boring quarterly dividend of $0.06. Cents. Then during the start of the pandemic, Advanced Auto Parts skipped its first dividend payment of the year. But the next three dividend payments were all raised to $0.25 cents per share. That's a cool 317% quarterly increase, or 213% year-over-year growth. In 2021, the dividend was bumped again, with the July payment being an even dollar. The company paid $3.25 in dividends in 2021, compared to just $0.75 cents the year before. That's a 333% annual growth rate. The first dividend of 2020 has already been announced, and shareholders of Advanced Auto Parts will receive a $1.50 dividend on April 1st, so another 50% increase in the quarterly dividend from this retailer. If the remaining three dividend payments this year are also $1.50, this will equate to about 84% year-over-year growth. The accelerated dividend growth does however prevent us from using dividend yield theory as a reliable valuation measure. The theory works best for consistent dividend growers. So the potential 82% undervaluation shown in my watch list is grossly incorrect. To get a better picture of the company, let's have a quick look at its financial statements. Revenues have for the most part increased during the last decade. Net income has followed this general upward trend. From the balance sheet, we can tell that this growth has not been driven by additional debt. The company has maintained long-term debt around $1 billion since 2013. The total number of shares outstanding has also decreased during the last decade, from about 73 million shares to about 61 million shares. The book value per share has grown nicely, from about $16.5 to just over $50. The company has remained cash flow positive during the last decade, while repaying large chunks of accrued debt, most of which financed a 2015 acquisition of General Parts. Free cash flow per share has grown from just below $6 in 2013 to almost $13 last year. To me, based on this quick look at its financials, the company looks pretty good. Analysts are expecting top-line revenue growth to continue at about 3% per year, with bottom-line growth being a little faster and the low double-digit rates. If these growth assumptions pan out, as forecasted, we can see further share price appreciation for the company. But since dividend yield theory isn't a useful valuation measure, let's take a quick look at the long-term P-E ratio. Looking at the last 10 years, I would say the stock has an average P-E ratio a little bit above 20, with the current P-E ratio being a little bit below the average. The ratio rarely drops below 20, with a few such opportunities in late 2017 and 2018, and of course during the 2020 pandemic lows. Based on this chart, I would guess the stock is fairly valued, and should it fall below a P-E ratio of 20, it would only become more attractive. The actual stock price has declined by about 15% from the recent all-time highs in January. Advanced Auto Parts has certainly captured my interest, but I'll have to do more research before I decide whether to add this stock to my portfolio in the near future. Up next on the list we have another newcomer, UPS, United Parcel Service. The stock offers a 2.92% dividend yield that is slightly better than the trailing dividend yield of 2.82%. Dividend growth has been average for the delivery giant, with a very poor increase last year of about 1%. The payout ratio remains very low, around 28%. Revenue and earnings have grown at strong rates during the last decade. And I think growth will continue for UPS, as its industry is growing as a whole. Analysts are forecasting revenue and earnings to grow at about 3-4% over the next few years. I am expecting a total return of about 13% from this stock, with a little margin of safety built in. Next we have US Bank that appeared on some of the first watches in late 2020 and early 2021. The stock has performed quite well since then, returning more than 50% over the last 16 months. The current dividend yield of about 3.2% is reasonably attractive, sitting about 12% above the trailing dividend yield. 
Dividend growth has cooled off recently, with the last two years seeing sub-double-digit growth rates. But the five-year dividend growth rate of 10% is pretty good. The company has a very low payout ratio near 35%, so there is plenty of room to keep increasing future dividend payments. I am forecasting a good 13% total return for the company in the near future. Next we have another newcomer, Digital Realty Trust, with a 3.36% dividend yield. That sits about 3% above the trailing dividend yield. This implies the stock is trading slightly below for value. The share price has declined by about 24% since early January, with the dividend yield climbing from about 2.7% to the current 3.3% range. Looking at the financials, we can see very fast revenue growth that isn't reflected in net income growth. A significant source of revenue growth has been driven by large acquisitions, funded by long-term debt. Digital Realty Trust has sustained payments on this debt, actually paying a significant portion of it off. However, the net debt per year has been rising for the most part of the last decade. I'm not quite convinced whether it's a good investment at this point. I'll have to toss this company into the review again later bucket for now. Up next we have Bank of Montreal, a long-time watchlist participant and actually one of the best performing stocks on the watchlist. As a US investor, buying a Canadian stock means that the dividend yield will fluctuate with the exchange rate. BMO is a current holding in my portfolio, but at the moment I am not looking to add to this position, as I already have a sizable amount allocated to Canadian banks. Up next we have Restaurant Brands, that has been on the watchlist for the last few months, with a rather poor negative total return thus far. I already have a good amount invested in this stock, and I've been dollar cost averaging as the share price has continued to decline. I may add a little bit more in March, as the dividend yield continues to push towards 4%. Next we have Best Buy, that's appearing on the watchlist for the third straight month. The dividend yield is at almost 3% now, about 22% above its trailing dividend yield. The company has ramped up dividend growth recently with a nice bump of 27% last year. The share price is about 30% below its peak in November of 2021. I initiated a position at around $100, and have added as the price continued to slump early this year. I will probably wait to see if the share price declines further before deploying more capital into the stock. And last but not least, we have the last newcomer this month, Cummins. The stock hasn't been the best investment over the past year. The share price peaked in early March of 2021 and has declined about 26% since then. Of course this price decline brought the current dividend yield to 2.85%, which is about 6% above the trailing dividend yield. The company had a strong history of dividend growth that has cooled off a little recently. Topline revenue growth took a slump in 2020 due to the pandemic. But in 2021 the company bounced back and set a new high with revenues of over $24 billion. The company did take on an additional $2 billion of long-term debt in 2020 that may eat away the future cash flow. But all in all the financials look good with positive cash flow and long-term growth. Analysts are forecasting revenues and earnings to continue growing in the near future. The question remains whether the share price has slumped enough to warrant an investment. Historically Cummins has been a solid investment when the dividend yield exceeded 3%, and we are pretty close to that mark today. I will continue to monitor the stock in the near future, and perhaps dip my feet if the dividend yield climbs higher. There you have it, the top 10 high yield dividend stocks on my watch list for March. Three of these companies, T. Rowe Price, Morgan Stanley, and US Bank, are core holdings for me, and I will likely add more capital to each this month. As for the rest, I haven't decided yet, but I'll certainly let you know if I do. With the March watchlist out of the way, let's have a look at past performance. February wasn't a good month for the watchlist, as the 10 shows in stocks lost 3.31% for the month. This is significantly worse than all past watchlist stocks that had a collective loss of just 1.29%. VYM lost 1.47% and SPY lost 2.95%. While the watchlist performed poorly, it remains ahead of both benchmarks on a year-to-date basis with a return of 0.26%. This is 2.25% better than VYM, and 8.32% better than SPY. The watchlist also has a decent cushion on my 12% target annual return. The 33% annualized rate of return will likely not be sustained in the long run, but I am confident I can sustain my target 12%. February returns were most impacted by the 11.51% loss from Morgan Stanley, 
and a 9.57% loss for 3M. T. Rowe Price also performed quite poorly, losing 6.39%. However, 4 of the 10 chosen stocks finished the month with positive returns. Restaurant Brands added 0.02%. Amgen added 0.57%. Toronto Dominion added 0.82%. And Snap-on performed the best, picking up 1.61% in February. I'm not too concerned with the losing month and falling prices, as my eye remains on long-term returns. I view declining prices for quality companies as an opportunity to double down on my ideas, and I will wait patiently to reap the rewards months and years down the road. Looking back at past individual watches, the returns are pretty good as well. The first five watches between November 2020 and March 2021 that all have at least 12 months of returns now are all above my target 12%. The 11 individual watches that don't yet have 12 months of returns are split with 5 being on pace to exceed the 12% annualized return and 6 being below. Of the 6 watches that are not on pace to hit a 12% annualized return, 4 are very close with an annualized return above 11%. The June 2021 watchlist is performing the worst thus far, as it's on pace to have a 7.73% annualized rate of return after 9 months. The next 3 months will dictate how this return will shift going forward, but there is a high likelihood that it will be below the 12% target after 12 months. That's fine for me. Ideally, I'd like for all watches to be above 12% after 5 years has passed. I am confident this will happen, barring a recession or a really bad bear market. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the content. If you did, please give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. See you next time.